you've reached Miss Confidentiality, where a non-professional is professional advice. Hey lovelies, welcome to Miss Confidentiality. Today we have Dr. Ruthia Rumala on, who is also the host of Pretty in Pink podcast. Hi, everybody. Now, as per usual, I just want to let anyone know who's new that I'm a master's student in counseling psychology, and I like to go over one or two entries pertaining to love or lust each episode. Never a fan of wasting time. Let the quickie begin. So our entry today is from Sabino, who is 36 years old, living in Vancouver, British Columbia. So he writes, Hi, Miss Confidentiality. So I recently got out of a relationship and saying the dating game is difficult is an understatement. I'm an IT project manager, and I'm starting to notice that that in itself sparks a conversation. I'm not sure if it's my job or the car that I drive or something as simple as the car that I drive, but it seems to pique people's interests. I guess I'm writing in because I'm wondering if you think it's reasonable for someone in a high-paid profession to hide their wealth in hopes of making an honest connection. Alright, so Ruthie, I'm going to let you go first in regards to your personal opinion. I struggle with that a little bit because um, for me, it wasn't that I actually had the money, is that I had the appearance of money. And the reason why is because I grew up in a household where my parents made me really comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I drove a luxury car even when I was in school. Mm-hmm. And so I gave up the idea that I was, uh, I was richer probably than I really, no, not probably, definitely than I really was, <laughs> right? Because like, I would carry a designer purse and it would be like $3 on it, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I bought the, the purses, but this is what how my family created a scenario that I was able to live in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was a physician, and so people assumed that mm-hmm. I was the one that bought the money. But many people are bought, bought the goods. Yeah. But people don't realize that, you know, for us, we have a long period of delayed gratification where we're in school or we're... Um, we're already physicians, but we're doing residency where we get paid the bare, bare minimum to mm-hmm. survive. So we don't have this extra money. So, But I had this issue too, Sabino. So one of the things that I did was uh, I had to decide, like, you know, am I going to am I going to be somebody that people would want to date because I was a physician? Mm-hmm. I was, you know, that was a big, big deal, right? You didn't want to, you want someone to date you for you. You want someone to fall in love with you for you not the prospect of yeah. being married to somebody who um who made a diff or who thought that you made would make their lives better mm-hmm. actually and i also went to residency in, in washington dc at georgetown university and the issue there is, is that there's a lot of young professionals and there are a lot of people who are doing a lot of wonderful things, mm-hmm. but that becomes like a big thing when you first meet people. They're like, what do you do? That's just the culture, right? Yeah. And so I wonder, I used to say I, I work in healthcare because oh, wow. that used to give people a large latitude of to, you know, I could be anywhere from a therapist to I could be, you know, the chief of surgery. I could be anywhere anywhere in, in healthcare, so mm-hmm. you couldn't really, and then some people would want to point me, pinpoint me to what exactly I did, yeah. which which also made it kind of interesting, but um, I think that, you know, you should be yourself. At the end of the day, you should be yourself when it comes to um, dating. If that means that, you know, you're, 
an IT consultant is what you do most of the time. You should be yourself, and but you should look for signs of someone being genuine. I think it goes beyond just you know gold digging and、mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, and if you're not using your money to be the the attractant to the opposite sex、mm-hmm. or whomever you're interested in, then I think that you know that. Shouldn't necessarily be all, all thought-consuming.、Mm. However, what I realize is that a lot of people who make a lot of money, they do use that as part of their assets, right,、mm-hmm. to attract someone else. So, you know, if you take a girl to a super, super, super right, nice restaurant and take、yeah. her on a trip, and you start to leave with money, then don't be surprised if she is attracted to you for because of what you lead with it. Yeah, I think a big thing that you mentioned there was the signs of like you said, like the signs of him knowing that somebody's just attracted to him because of the money. Now, for people like myself who are broke, <laughs> who grew up broke, what would be the signs that he should be looking for to like you know what I mean, like those red flags to know that this person probably isn't in it for the right reasons. I want to talk from a female's perspective, like a woman's perspective,、mm-hmm. and so I I used to have a lot of conversations, a lot of my friends about this, and we used to have group conversations about this, and they would not like a guy, and then they'll be like, oh well, I'm gonna hang around with him long enough for me to get this,、mm-hmm. or go on that trip, or my birthday's coming, or Christmas is coming, Valentine's Day is coming, so、mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait long enough to do this. And I used to be like, it was such a big Issue for me.、Yeah. I used to actually like combat these conversations, <laughs> thoughts, right? But I can. I have to realize that we all have to realize that our thoughts don't have to be other people's thoughts、yeah. for us to be friends with them or to get along with them. Yeah. So that being said, some of the signs that I I would say is, you know, many people don't tell you their personal struggles really early、mm. in a relationship. So most sane people won't tell you like. Oh, I'm having issues paying my rent, like、yeah. on date number two, right? Yeah. Because many women are are trying to fill you out. They're trying to figure out what what it is that you're willing to pay for.、Mm. So they won't say things like, you know, I'm having issues paying my rent, or my car. Like you just met the person and their car just broke down, and you are the only person. Yeah. This face of this plan, they think can help them. Yeah. Like this, what were you doing this whole time before you met this guy? And if you didn't meet him, what would you do, right? Yeah. So like those are signs, those are red flags. Like a woman shouldn't be making you, or someone from the somebody that you're dating, your love interest shouldn't be making you pay for, you know, their life's expect like the re like the basic ish、mm-hmm. that they need to live. Like that shouldn't be the issue, right? Yeah, I, 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 I feel like it's like you mentioned with your friends, and I, obviously I don't know what career all of your friends are in, but with your friends, you mentioning that like some of them will date and st- stick around because of money and stuff. So I'm assuming obviously that they might not be familiar with like dating people who have money, or it's it's not a part of I guess their their lifestyle. I guess I would say. So when I read this entry, I was kind of like. Sure, why not? In terms of like 
him hiding his wealth and making that honest connection. But then while I read it back and I'm listening, I'm kind of like, well, I feel like it's a bit of an oxymoron with him saying that he's trying to make an honest connection, but he's hiding a part of him and obviously to each their own when it comes to a career but I know so for, for myself of course um, my career is counseling and it is a big part of me right so I wonder how much he would be having to hide of himself with him hiding what he does but I think a great strategy that you mentioned was that piece where you said that you never necessarily told people you're a doctor you would say I work in healthcare so you're still able to have all these conversations around healthcare essentially but you're not actually pinpointing where you are in I guess on the ladder but the the thing that I'm concerned about is at what point is he revealing this lie or fib I avoided truth however you want to say it like at what point would he be able to know okay, now we're making an honest connection opposed to two dates ago where I knew that if I mentioned the fact that this was what I do, you were only going to stick around maybe for the money. So I actually think that um, you, I started off to say that, you know, maybe you should um, tell like a larger, oh, I work in IT mm-hmm. uh, or I work in healthcare. But I actually stopped doing that because I did think it wasn't honest. Mm-hmm. So what I did was many of the real connections that I had with uh, guys were, were very um, natural. Mm-hmm. What I did for a living didn't come up so quickly because it was so natural, like true connections. You know, mm-hmm. you start to vibe with someone and you just start enjoying their company. And then maybe it'll come up like you have to go to work, but it's, if it becomes such a focus, then it's not a true connection. And that's what I think, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to dating someone, you shouldn't leave with what you do. You should leave with who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you are your authentic self, what you do doesn't have a lot to do with who you are, mm-hmm. right? Because we all know people who make millions of dollars from things that, or maybe I shouldn't say millions because we all, all know people that yeah. make <laughs> Um, One thing I wanted to know, I guess, your opinion on, though, and this is kind of, I guess, to go back to more of traditional, like real traditional um, ways of doing things is I know a lot of people who will say to date like within your tax bracket. So instead of him dating people who, you know, might, might be making, I don't know, I don't know how much he's making who might be making like 60k a year and he's making 100k that he's dating people who are making 90k or around there so he doesn't have to worry about that i don't know if you you've ever like looked into that so i have wavered on this as i've gotten older Mm -hmm. and um i'm 33 by the way i'm not ashamed of my age Mm -hmm. i think i think it's a beautiful thing to have lived you know gone around the sun 33 times Mm -hmm. but um, so I think, you know, I talk a lot about, um, so because I'm an OBGYN, I see a lot of women. So mm-hmm. we discuss this quite a bit. Um, and so I agree with you that traditionally we, uh, encourage people to, we encourage men to date around their tax bracket mm-hmm. and we encourage women to reach for the best tax bracket she can get yeah <laughs> that's just the truth mm-hmm. and i think that 
you know, it it it, it differs. Mm-hmm. It, it it depends on who the person is, right? It's nice to say you're a doctor, you're dating a lawyer, and mm-hmm. you're gonna marry a lawyer. It's nice to say, oh, I am a um, barber and I'm dating a beautician. Mm-hmm. It's nice because those are usually traditional uh, alignments. Yeah. And people tend to understand like the struggle that you went through. Mm-hmm. It's like that. I think that you love who you love. Mm-hmm. You know, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. And um, I think that, you know, I'm a little bit more less conservative and more liberal on this subject because yeah. I think that where people are aren't where they're always going to be. Okay. So if you're, um, if you're, person the person that is with you is aligned when it comes to ambition Mm -hmm. and you guys are able to encourage each other to make a lot lot more money if that's what your goal is Mm -hmm. then fine but there are lots of people who don't want to make that much money there are lots of people who are okay going in not working nine to five and are perfectly happy making a reasonable salary that pays all their bills and they have enough where they can go out to eat with their friends like literally that's like life for a lot of people so we shouldn't self-impose the idea of ambition mm-hmm. and creating a dynasty and all these things we have to be very cognizant that not everybody wants that yeah that's so true i think another thing that i would mention even just kind of being i guess on the flip side for shabina is of course um it's, a, it's an assumption on his part too, right? Like it's kind of coming through his own perspective and his own outlook on how the date is going. Unless somebody has directly, I guess, made comments, right? In terms of, uh, like he said, uh, uh, an interest is peaked. Because I find, so um, I'm dating a lawyer, right? A lawyer right now, right? And I find sometimes that people's interest is more than my own do you know what I mean like so it's like it's not really a big deal for me but it is for other people so I'm just wondering like when that person is showing interest for instance when I first started um dating my now boyfriend I might have showed interest in the fact that he was in law but I actually enjoyed law like I actually wanted to do law but then I decided I don't really like it when I got to know what (laughs) what it's all about so then I went into psychology so I would show an interest I guess you would say but it might not be for the same thing that he's thinking do you know what I mean so I also feel like sometimes people might like for him um Shabino depending on his experiences he might start looking at things where every experience that looks similar to one another is the exact same and it's hard to like distinguish between when somebody is genuinely interested in your career and somebody's interested in your career because of what it can get them right like I don't know if that quite makes sense but even for yourself if I was sitting and having a, a casual conversation with you, I'm sure my interest would peak when you mentioned that you're a gynecologist just because I'm my brain. I'm like, oh, what do you do all day? You know, like, but it's not because I'm thinking of dollar signs or anything. It's as much as it's just an interest in what you do. So um, let's back up and say that I, I, I totally like feel you on the sense that um, I mean, I remember dating a um, orthopedic surgeon mm-hmm. and traditionally you know ortho and OB they kind of really work well together these are both really um, aggressive um, fields in okay. medicine for a man and woman now now okay. so you know my my mom particularly and mom if you hear this I'm sorry <laughs> 
Um, she was very interested in the idea of me dating him because before that, mm. you know, African parents, my mom said that I was dating Riff Raff, you know, like, yeah. no one knows <laughs> right? And, and they don't know these people. They just know them because of their profession. Yeah. And so, you know, the guy was not, you know, obviously not the right guy for me. Mm. I wasn't that interested. Like, I actually got turned off by the fact that he was an orthopedic surgeon. See how, okay, imagine, just imagine this, mm. okay? Six, four, bearded, handsome, then muscular, mm. and you are an orthopedic surgeon, you're a black man in America. Yeah. Do you know what kind of unicorn <laughs> So, like a rock star, I mean... <laughs> Every nurse and their mama, and <laughs> grandmama and the niece, everybody was like trying to date him. And I did, I, it's not that I didn't want to compete. Mm-hmm. It was just because I didn't feel, you know, like the person, like the person that he w- wasn't to me. Or I think the other thing was that you know he would make excuses that he would make to other people, mm-hmm. which would be like. Um, hey, babe, I can't see you this week because I'm busy. Let's see you next week. I'm like, bro, we do the same thing. <laughs> Bruh. Like, you, you, he does he did things that were out of laziness. Yeah. Because, you know, or, or he wasn't that interested, right? We, mm-hmm. we tell ourselves a lot of lies yeah. to make it softer. But sometimes the guy is just not that interested. He's yeah. just not interested. And so, because, you know, we all know that guys will swim the seven seas. Yeah. And- that they want to be with so it really doesn't matter what they're doing yeah. but I used to I, I, I used to realize that people around me wanted it to work out between the two of us, two of us more than I wanted it to yeah. work between the two of us so we have to keep that in mind that there are societal pressures but not societal pressures in the, on this macro level right mm-hmm. but like our family our friends who want someone for us that we may not want for ourselves, not because the person is horrific, yeah. but just because we know we're the ones that go to, you know, go hang out with this person and yeah. lay down next to this person and wake up next to this exactly. person. So you have to realize that there's lots of things that people don't see behind closed doors. Yeah. But um, then, you know, the other thing is like, you know, you, you see, the question that you asked me really was about the um, interaction with. Um, the the person that you're dating to make sure that they wanted what was real for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that it's really important to distinguish the fact that so in order for someone to distinguish the fact that someone is interested in just their career and what they do on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. versus what that can do for them it's very easy right mm-hmm. because somebody who's interested in what you do is going to be more interested in hey how was your day yeah uh, did, you, did you have a meeting today like how did it go and when this when you're talking about your what happened they don't like tune out mm-hmm. or be like this again or yeah. you know <laughs> and they're they're more interested in you and your life mm-hmm. as opposed to like Hey, you know, um, Sabino, I'm, I want to go on this vacation. Do you have time off? And then when you say you have time off, well, here's, the, they have already created a, a schedule for mm-hmm. you. And they're like, well, can you give me the money to pay for it? Like, that's when you start to mm-hmm. realize that what they're there for is 
for your money. And mm-hmm. and let's just be real, right? Mm-hmm. There was a time and a place where women were not allowed to work or were not encouraged to work, mm-hmm. were not encouraged to get education that allows them to work or education that allows them to be a top earner. Mm-hmm. So there was a time where women were much more dependent on men for um, for financial security. That's true. And a lot of that has spilled down through the generations. Because I had mm-hmm. a conversation with someone today, and I, I never really sparked um, debates over uh, Instagram posts or things like that. Oh, my I goodness. I don't see the utility of that. Ugh. But this person is my actual friend. So mm-hmm. she posted something, which was a question, a poll, about, you know, do women have to have, quote-unquote, masculine traits mm-hmm. to be able to um, succeed in today's society? And mm-hmm. she said, she put in, in parentheses, like, aggressiveness, um, assertiveness, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I voted, but I didn't say anything about it. So today, she posted the results of the poll, and the results of the poll was 87% of people said, uh, no, they don't have, women can be themselves, pretty much. Okay. And she was part of the 17% that was like, no, women have been pushed into these masculine traits. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I sent her a message that was like, yeah, I really think your, your um, poll was cool, but... Uh, who's to say that these traits are masculine? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing. I was like, who's deciding? <laughs> decided that those traits are masculine. But, you know, what has ended up happening is that the way that our society views roles, gender mm-hmm. roles, has to evolve mm-hmm. if gender roles in actuality have evolved, right? Mm-hmm. If you and I both go out to work, and you and I sleep, and... God forbid I make more money than you mm-hmm. as a woman. Why should I still do the domestic chores? Oh, thank you. You know, like, even if he ends up dating somebody who's just successful, then there's still some sort of issue around that in terms of how she carries herself. But then if you don't date somebody who's just as successful, then you're always perceived as that gold digger. And I would just say even... I think something really important that you mentioned, which I never even realized myself, because I was, when I first started dating my boyfriend, I was really self-conscious about the fact that he was in law school. Like, it bothered me more than anything to have to tell people, because I, I felt that pressure, I guess, on the flip side, though, right? Like, I know your mom was wanting you guys to work out, but you're still successful, successful in itself, right? Um, For me, when I was dating him, I just... I just had, but that's how I seen it. It was like, I just had an undergraduate degree and this person was in law school. So it was like the first year or so, it was so hard for me to tell people that he was a lawyer because suddenly people around me were doing that whole thing where it's like, oh, you're so lucky or like, oh, you would never have to work. And like just making comments like that, which just made me feel really insecure. And I was like, oh, well, like, is he seeing me like this? Like, is he thinking I'm just sticking around you know, just because he's in law school and whatever the case, but some, and and we used to have these conversations all the time because it really did weigh on me, I guess you would say, but it's something I didn't realize that I was doing that maybe 
can help Sabino, maybe it helped my boyfriend, I don't know, of course, is the fact that I was actually just interested in what he was doing on a day-to-day. Like, I was interested in the meetings, and I was interested in the classes, and stuff like that, where, I guess, of course, anybody can fake the funk, but as you said that most most people of you are not necessarily interested I do feel like for the majority of people it will fade yeah that makes sense um yeah you just have to do what works for you and pay attention to signs but not be so paralyzed by Mm -hmm. what I consider an unfound fear right Mm -hmm. yes they're gold diggers but I mean, just don't date one if that's yeah. not what you want. There are men who only want to date women who are financially dependent on them. I, I mm-hmm. had a, a guy that I was dating in college. He told mm-hmm. me that if I if I applied for medical school, he would not date me anymore. Wow. Funny, I ended up marrying a, a pediatrician long, long, long. I think, actually, I think she's an MP. But... Uh, <laughs> He, he, because he was a pharmacist, or he was in pharmacy school, oh, okay. he didn't want somebody that was more accomplished than him. Oh, yeah. I realize that there's still, there are people, so just find someone that fits what you like. It's not mm-hmm. every, every girl isn't like this, you know? Yes. There, there, if you're looking, if you're a guy that's looking for a wife who wants to be a stay-at-home wife and, a, and have children, you're going to find that. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. don't expect her to be to not want your money, right? Because yeah. how else is she supposed to get money? <laughs> and then the opposite, you know, on the opposite spectrum, you know, if you want a wife who's going to help you build this crazy dynasty that you have envisioned and to be a um, a financial peer, mm-hmm. then get that. There are lots of women who are go-getters but just don't expect her to be a housewife. Yeah. You I, know, like, yeah. that's just the truth. And, you, and what I think is the craziest part of all of it is when the expectations are are twofold mm-hmm. where the expectation for somebody to be a top earner mm-hmm. to be a um accomplished person mm-hmm. in in their career and to still be so domestically sound mm-hmm. that they are cooking home-cooked meals every day mm-hmm. and you cannot expect people to do what you don't do mm-hmm. right Unless the guy is able to do all of that and, and do that consistently, then they shouldn't expect the, uh, the opposite. Um, and I do mention this to people all the time, is like I think there's a difference between somebody who wants to be financially secure and somebody who, who's a gold, a gold digger, right? Like you mentioned at the very beginning, is not everybody needs to be rich. Not everybody needs to have a ton of money. But there are some people who do want to be financially secure. They don't want to have to worry about bills and all those all those pieces. It doesn't mean that, though, they have to have the luxury car and stuff like that. But they, it means that they may not date people who've never um, attended post-secondary school or, you know, people who they, they perceive won't be making that much money. Of course, we know that you don't have to go to post-secondary school to make money. But the point is that that's kind of the narrative around school. So it's like, I think that there's a difference between somebody who wants to be financially secure and a gold digger. And I don't think the line is so close that you're unable to see the difference. It's like, are you concerned about people like in general who are um, happy to know that you're secure financially? Or are you concerned about gold diggers? Because I I personally, I feel like those are two different things that kind of get meshed together. Yeah, agreed. 
as a professional, the only thing I would really say to you, Sabino, is um, I think it's one of those things where there, of course, can be a backlash that could come in terms of you not necessarily being completely honest with your um, with your job or with what you do on a day to day. Some people might find it completely reasonable. I think it's I think it's reasonable and I think it might stem from insecurities that you might have to be quite honest with you. I don't know what that revolves around, whether it's maybe a past relationship or whether it's your upbringing, I'm not sure. But I think some people might be empathetic and say that, well, I can understand why you'd want to kind of hide that away from me in order to make this honest connection. And then some people might be on the flip side and see it as well. If you were able to hide a part of your identity for most people, which is their career, then I'm not sure what you can lie, what else you can lie about. So I think it's something to definitely explore. Um, But all in all, it's impossible for you to know somebody's intentions. Uh, Somebody could put, like people say all the time, some people will say that they're married for people to people for 10 years and they were hiding a, a huge secret. So I don't think there's any way to secure and make sure that somebody's intent in terms of dating you is a right and honest um, intention. But, you know, it's, it's just, I just don't think it's possible. I think, I, I think it is pretty pretty hard for you to know that and that's where I say it goes right back to your, your security in itself as usual I want to thank everyone for listening and if you want more of Miss Confidentiality or Pretty in Pink podcast by Dr. Ruthie find us on Spotify iTunes or Google Playlist or you can check us out on Instagram as well if you have an entry of your own don't forget to write in at misconfidentiality with two y's at gmail.com Or you can just slide into my DMs like everyone else. Bye, lovelies.